0: This is number two coming at you on this weird and wonky Sunday morning. It's going to be Halloween soon. Don't you feel it? Do you see the pumpkins out there and the leaves changing color? Well, unless you're in the South, but my guess is that nobody in the South is listening to this because actually nobody is listening to this right now, but someday somebody might. I don't think we're doing anything groundbreaking here, other than listening to my voice, listening to myself talk. I have lots to say. Some crazy shit went down on Friday. They're really throwing a bone into getting to what happened to me the last 10 years. It's crazy communists. Where'd they come from? How did we let them get into our country? That's what I want to know. Well, now it's all cool. Now everybody's like, oh yeah, it's cool to be communist. Killed 100 million people in the last 100 years, but it is awesome to be a communist. I want to, you know, put a gun to the back of somebody's head and say, if you don't conform, I'm going to blow your brains out. So awesome. (laughs) Tread on me. That's what a good little socialist would do, is get a tattoo that says, tread on me. And then get it, like, you know, tattooed on a stamp tramp. And we could do more. We could, we could do more. We could do, um, don't tread on me right on my forehead and, like, tattoo it on my face. And right, you know, on my taint. And also right below my belly button. Whatever that part of the body is called. It might be called a grundle. We could do more. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll call it the Green New Deal. And it'll be great because we're going to bring us back to the horse, buggy, and carriage days because we should have never left those days, you know? You you were wrong. You were wrong to drive a car, and you were wrong to burn fossil fuels, and you're killing this planet. So we're going to take it back, and we're going to take away your nuclear power plants, and we're going to put solar panels everywhere that cook the birds, and we're going to put... We're going to put these windmill thingies from China everywhere, too, that kill the bald eagles. Because, you know, that's the sign, that little squeaking. That's the last sound you'll make as the Green New Deal rips you of, you know, your rights. Yeah, so that was my AOC impersonation, If in case you didn't figure it out. Uh, here we go. I still got this delay. And the delay is actually worse. I think I should have restarted the computer before I did this. Well, that was a mistake. And we're going to move right into the eerie Senator Schiff encounters. So what is Crazy shift up to these days. Well, it seems that the New York Post had an article that came came out. Wait, let me go get the New York Post. Don't be afraid. I'll be right back. So... I gave the uh, intern the day off today so that she could go spend time with her families, like a good Christian. Um, oh, yes. Is it scaring you? Is it eerie? Because this is the Senator Schiff music. All right. So here we go. We have the New York Post. I, I subscribe to the New York Post because... I like the fact that they actually did an article about Biden and his son. Um, they're the same last name. And a uh, paper that came out in 1801 started by Alexander Hamilton, who everybody loves. Oh, my God, I love the Hamilton. Oh, what a dreamy show that just doesn't follow history. Anyhow, I haven't watched it, and I refuse to watch it. So they came out with this article last week. I think everybody knows by now. Well, probably not. If you watch CNN and MSNBC, you wouldn't know that they came out with an article about Hunter Biden having a computer that was found in Delaware by some repair guy. And he found all this stuff on it, turned it over to the FBI. And it turns out it shows, you know. Evidence that uh, the Bidens are up to no good in Ukraine and everything that they blame Trump for, they did themselves. And what happened? If you posted this article on Twitter or Facebook, it got immediately taken down. And some people with blue check marks had their Twitter and Facebook pages taken down. Now, why the eerie music? And what does this have to do with Adam Schiff, the shiftiest? Of all senators. I mean, you have a name like Schiff. Schiff. Really? Shifty? Oh, hey, hey this Schiff. Yeah. Yeah, remember him from high school? That guy was a shifty motherfucker. You know, man, I was bigger than that guy, but somehow he always get out of a beat down. I don't know. He would run his mouth, and I'd be standing there like, shit, I can't beat this guy down. He stunned me with his shiftiness. I'm just standing here stunned. I should be pounding the crap out of this kid but but he just said some shifty shit and i couldn't I, I couldn't beat him i was froze i was stunned perplexed even so what does this have to do with shift? well i do like that the new york post has like doubled quadrupled and tripled quadrupled down on the whole biden thing and every day is like making it their main focus cuz they're basically like fuck you twitter and fuck you facebook which everybody else should be too and, uh, they have this great, in on page seven of uh, yesterday's newspaper, I get the paper now, be, I paid for it because I'm supporting them because they, they did what they did and they're standing up for, you know, writing an article. And okay, so if you think that they're a tabloid, like the, uh, Inquirer, then, uh, then who cares? I mean, whoever silenced the Inquirer, whoever was like, oh, my God, there's baby aliens on the front of the Inquirer. We better take that off the shelves. Never. You just ignored it. So if it's not true, if if Hunter Biden what was in that laptop isn't true, then why make a big stink about it? Laugh about it and be like, oh, my God, these idiots. But the fact that there was an active takedown, like f- f- a communist country, uh... Wake the fuck up, people. That's scary shit. A paper, the oldest paper in the United States still circulated, according to Fox News, number four in, you know, um, circulated newspapers, uh, you know, that's a problem, right? Well, you don't think so, right, because you're a liberal, and you think it's good to suppress the thoughts and ideas of people. And I've had a problem with this working in the entertainment industry for years, and I always felt like my ideas and thoughts were suppressed because I had different ideas than other people, and I would be called crazy, hmm, like Kanye West. But the truth was was I was just smarter than all these other people, and that's what these scumbag shifts do. That's what I'm going to call people like that now. People who suppress ideas are shifts. So, So on Friday, Shift comes out with this brilliant, I mean, it's not brilliant, it's pretty dumb. He comes out with this, and if I can find a clip of it, I'll play it cuz it's it's probably pretty good. So Schiff comes out on Friday and says that this is all the Kremlin's doing and then and that Russia has been doing this for a year. And when he was asked for evidence, he didn't give any. So let's see if I can find <gasps> Schiff report. Oh my god, he's so creepy. I mean you just listen to that guy and you're like, what a scumbag. So let's see. I don't even know. How, I don't even know how you spell Schiff. Let's see. I think it's S-H-I-T Peter Schiff. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Oh, here we go. House Intelligence going to demand resignation of Chairman Schiff. What? That was one year ago. Let's see. Nothing recent. Nothing recent. Mm, let's see. Let's do Adam Schiff on Hunter. Uh. Wow. There's nothing on YouTube. This is unbelievable. <clears throat> I mean, he just look at him. The guy looks like a real pedophile. Ooh, probably get in trouble for saying that. Uh, next thing you know, my taxes are going to increase by 70%. Oh, that's going to happen anyway because AOC, that's the one thing AOC and Cuomo can agree on. Oh, my God. There's nothing. There's no. There's no nothing about Adam Schiff. I mean, this music's really creepy. I gotta get it. I gotta get through the shift. Uh, here we go. Fox News. Gotta go to Fox News. Fox News. Blah, 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 blah. I don't find anything. Nothing. It just doesn't exist. Uh, Ooh, let's see. Going to Reddit. What does Reddit say? Ooh, do you have a video? Nobody has a video. Well, I need somebody to do research. Hmm. Okay. Well... I don't have a video yet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find that video, I'm going to play you guys a little song, let you think about what I said about Schiff, which isn't really much. But the guy is, I think, a pretty bad guy. I think he's hiding something. I don't like him. I'm glad I don't live in Connecticut and that I didn't uh, agree to vote for that guy. Why would you vote for him? I mean, I I would love to meet the people who vote for these people and think that they're good. Like somebody, tell me. Well, let's see what happens here. Okay, people. Nothing? Let's Let's begin. begin! Okay, everybody, so, so in this episode, we're going to talk to how I got started going down the rabbit hole, okay, because I wasn't always on board with Trump, all right, but this warrants some explanation, because you're probably like, oh, I thought Bill Grownie was smart. Well, I'm actually a genius, and you were right, you just associate people who are stupid with the wrong people, okay? Because what you think is smart is somebody who doesn't ask questions. But as, actually, somebody who asks questions and looks for things is a smart person. Now, you can be smart, in a sense, by not asking questions, meaning that you don't rock the boat, right, because you want to keep your job or whatever. So that it, that in its own right is smart as well. I just think in the day and age now when we're censoring people for having differing thoughts now it's now it's become problematic and you you can't do that anymore <clears throat> so yes maybe you have to do that to keep your job but what happened to me is that the you know the china virus happened and my whole career ended with it so a lot of stuff started happening in my head i started to realize that i have zero control Over my destiny. Which probably is the case anyway. But then I have no way of making money. So this is a problem. So in March, you know, when uh, all this went down. You know, I I didn't think it was going to last that long. But then I asked, I I got a swing set from uh, this woman for my kids. Put it up in the backyard. And she was an event planner. And I said to her, so... When when are you guys planning your next event? You know, and this was after we had a conversation for a little bit, and she's like, "Not until September 2021." This was March, okay? And so I was like, "Oh, well, that's not good." And I tried. To, I went online. This was like the first thing, so I went back to Facebook and I tried to tell people. I said, "Oh, you know, I ta- you know I was on some kind of thread that my buddy had started, who are probably not buddies anymore, and I'll get to that in a minute." or maybe in another episode. And so I posted this and one of the and the people I work with are so arrogant and self-centered. I mean they're all they're all liberals. That's the other thing. Is and they will they will beat you into submission if you're not a liberal and they will cancel culture you and you will never work again. So of course the entertainment industry, right? So it happens on the front, you know, with all the actors and everything. And it happens behind the scenes too, if you're one of the people that works. Because there's so much money to be made in the entertainment industry that the only way they can eliminate people who are good, right? The people that are not good, uh, is by taking them down on their beliefs. And so I, I almost wonder if this whole idea of cancel culture didn't start behind the scenes, you know, because there was just so much money to be had from the entertainment industry. So these sleaze balls that I work with that have no skills whatsoever, <clears throat> you know, come up with all these this garbage to cancel culture you if you're good, you know, and they'll take you down. And they're not going to waste time on somebody who's not good, they're going to waste time on somebody who's good, right? And I just happen to be good and oh my god, I have conservative th- beliefs. Go figure. I mean, think about it. I am successful in my industry. Okay, Oh yeah, I love this song. Uh, When when a smoke was a smoke, when grooving was grooving, now it's when two plus two is five. When fascism is communism. Well, actually, they are kind of technically the both the same thing. But that's uh, I would recommend going watching the deadly isms on Amazon Prime if you want to know that. Which was also a part of my path, but I haven't gotten to that yet. So, I posted this on Facebook. These these girls, like, you know, hit me up and were like, well, you know, and I was like, look, you know, you guys might want to look for other jobs. I agree with what my buddy said, you know, and uh, this one girl, she writes back and is like, well, some of us plan for this kind of thing and have money saved up and, and we'll be okay. So, I don't really think that's necessary. And a bunch of them came back and kind of like attacked me like, ha, 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 you're a loser and you don't have work anymore. We're still working. And I was like, yeah, yeah. This is why I don't want to be in this industry anymore. Like, you sucked up to the right people and you have no morals and you have no ethical views and you get to keep working doesn't mean you're the best because i know for a fact these people aren't the best they think they're the best but they're not um they're really good at micromanaging if that's if that's the requirement to be good in our industry then yeah no they're they're very good micromanagers but it was pretty rude so i was like okay i don't want to be in this industry anymore a couple weeks go by george floyd happens now i haven't worked for two months at this point Maybe a little bit more. And so George Floyd happens, and I'm seeing all these riots. I cannot stand rioting. Protesting, of course, is a First Amendment right. I just... I've never felt like we've had protests since I've been alive that have been something that I wanted to join in on. Like, that was, like, substantial. And some people would be like, oh, my God, how could you say that with the Me Too movement? Well, I knew what the... Mo- Me Too movement Really was at the time It was a movement For people Who didn't accept That Trump won And because they Don't actually Because people don't Aren't Like the people on the left Aren't actually honest About their feelings Which is funny Because all they talk about Is feelings But they aren't actually Honest about their feelings Or what they're doing They came up with this Movement that it was About Me Too And here's the thing is that everyone wants to be like, oh, Trump is a pig and he's disgusting and he did all these things to women. Well, so 57, something like 57 women came out before he got elected and said that he had molested them or whatever and had cases against him, right? He became president. All of them were dropped because they were fake. And people don't want to believe that. People still want to believe that they were dropped because he was president and he forced them to drop them and whatever. And it's like, nope, they were just dropped. These people just dropped them because they realized that they lost. And it was a waste of their time. So he didn't actually molest anybody. Biden did, but that's where we see the hypocrisy of the Me Too movement and why it's a joke. Is that... It only attacks the people that they want to attack, people in power that they want to take down. I mean, that's it. You're not gonna give Tara Reid the same breath as one of these accusers, Stormy Daniels. So, like, didn't Stormy Daniels like win awards or something? I mean, this this woman was a prostitute. Tara Reid was not. She worked on the Biden campaign. And maybe her claim isn't legitimate, but she should at least be heard. Um, and this is the hypocrisy of the left. And if you're a conservative woman, God bless you. In my opinion, you're a hero. You are the bravest woman on this planet. Because the left women, when they attack conservative women, I, 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 I got to find a website. I got to do an episode on that and find the, the stuff that these women say. It's disgusting. And sorry to throw you out there, but, but my sister is one of them. No, I have multiple sisters. But it, it's disgusting how liberal women treat conservative women. Disgusting. Uh, so there I am, back in May, out of work. George Floyd's happening. Riots are happening. And I... I just see all these photos after photos and videos after videos of thousands of people, some with masks, some without masks, you know, rioting. And I'm like, what about COVID-19? So they're going to be spreading the disease. So I simply asked a question on Facebook. Why can't I go to work but these people can protest? Within minutes, somebody who I haven't worked with in 10 years... She goes off on me about how it's a moral issue and how dare I say that and, you know, is like lecturing me on why I'm wrong. And so I came back and I was like, OK, but if we're being told that people can't, you know, gather together, like, why are these people allowed? Well, they're allowed. because I, I don't think we should talk like that or whatever she said, because it's like a moral issue. It's a moral issue. Well, what does that mean? It's a moral issue. Like, a virus only affects people based on their morality? Does that make any sense? Meanwhile, if you're happy and going to the beach, you're going to get infected. And other people were like, well, Bill, you know, it doesn't affect people that are outside. Okay? But it affects people on the beach when they're outside, but not the rioters. And then I heard somebody at work the other day say... Oh, I love the uh, the people at Sturgis. Oh, just, you know, these super spreaders. I'm like, how is that different than rioting? How is it? I mean, literally tell me how it's different. Because they weren't wearing masks. That's what they're going to say. Oh, so we support the black KKK. Like the black hood wearing KKK. And if you do that, that's okay. Hide your identity and cause destruction. We are okay with that. Again, I would love for one of these snowflakes to come on here and discuss that with me because I'm going to light you up. Light you up like a firecracker and throw you into a bin of dynamite. Bye bye So that happened, and that was a fun Facebook post. really should have found it and read it to you. I just don't feel like looking for it right now and going back through that shenanigans. Another part of what she said... Well, so so what I said was I didn't really give up my position completely, and I just asked her, I said, well, what are you... And at the time, I had already started realizing because somebody that I talked with online told me when I was explaining stuff to him, he said, oh, it's because they're Marxists. And I was like, what? I had no idea. and Like, this was the first that I heard about it. He was, yeah, these are Marxist techniques. And so... I started doing research on Marxism and I started finding out that this was what was happening. And I, I, <laughs> there's a lot there. So, you know, I asked her, knowing, knowing what the doctrine was and what the tactics were, I said to her, well, what, are what your writings? Like, right, you know, like knowing that my writings are the Bible, the Constitution and the Ten Commandments, I didn't say this to her I didn't say those were my writings to her but I asked her what her writings were and her response to me was I don't need a piece of writing to know how to live my life. My parents taught me that. So there she insulted me in a couple ways right She insulted me that my parents didn't raise me properly. This is really horrific. Um, the other thing is is that she kind of insulted my intelligence like I need a book like I need writing to know what I'm doing and I'm like okay wait a second this sounds like the nazis to me burning books let's burn all the past right so you don't read books you don't read anything you're you're you just admitted your ignorance right there you're not going to read anything what oh probably only read what's given to you the new york times which we're going to get into in a second i mean <laughs> Corrupt paper. Uh, New York Times. Fake news. Oh my God. How could you say that about the New York Times? There's no way I could go against that behemoth. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. They got like 20 podcasts, and I listened to one of them and I was like, oh, hipster jerk off fest. And I worked a couple of them too. Ugh, terrible. I mean, terrible. It was absolutely gosh darn terrible. terrible. That is a horrible paper. Started in the 1850s, by the way. Owned by Democrats. I mean, you have a news source where the owners affiliate with a political party. And then you say it's not biased. And it's a truthful newspaper. Retarded. Oh, you can't say that word. Well, guess what? I'm going to say a lot of words on here. You haven't heard in a long time. Because it's called freedom of speech. Is the music loud enough? It was too loud last time. I got some complaints. So. Pink Houses. So John Mellencamp. I thought, you know, with all his music being about the working class, that he might support Trump, right? No. This guy supported Obama. Uh. Obama. He was born in Hawaii, so technically he's an American citizen. The issue is that he wanted to model his life after his Kenyan father who had like ten wives. Which I guess some women are okay with. You know, they're okay with guys sleeping around and they, they say, Oh, this is a great guy. But then they cry because oh he's not with me. I knew a girl like that from high school. She sleep with a lot of guys like that, and then would cry when they weren't around. And I'm like, yeah, because you're not giving him any incentive to stick around. Like, stop dating guys like that. Stop having kids with guys like that. Please. Uh. So anyhow. So back to my Facebook fun. So I post that question. Got that you know, woman coming down on me. And I tried to approach it from this whole, like, you know, you don't really know me. And you're, like, sitting here talking like this. But, like, I feel like you're attacking And she kept coming back at me, and I finally said, you know, I'm a veteran, and, you know, I don't really like the way you're talking to me. And then she was like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. Thank you for your service. And was like, you know, Give me a break with the being upset because you offended me, crap. You offended me. So now we need to fix it. And if I offended you, then you need to tell me, but we got to talk about it. But I can't, you know, I just I just stopped because it just was getting silly. And so a couple days later, I posted, okay, this is what I've learned about the coronavirus. I learned that it's a moral disease and only it infects you if you're outside, if you're not doing something moral. And then this other kid jumps on me and he attacks me in the same way and like the same thing. And I'm like asking him what his writing is. And neither one of them could tell me what, what they base their opinions and ideas off of. Not one piece of writing. Like, how am I going to get to know you? Tell me the book that you read that helps you form your thoughts. Like, you read something, right? You read the news. You listen to podcasts. Something like, give me it so I can listen to it, so I can understand you better. And not, neither one of them could give me anything. Neither one of them. It's like, just tell me. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not criticizing you about what you listen to. I mean, if you're listening to ISIS radio, let me know. I'll listen to it. I mean, I'm probably going to be horrified that it's anti-American, and I'm going to have a talk with you and be like, you know, I don't think you should be anti-American. I. I don't think that anybody who lives in the United States should be anti-American. If you're sitting here and you're talking shit about the United States and you live in the United States, then you're the problem. You're sitting there and you're bitching and you're not fixing the shit around you. This is a... This is a country by the people for the people. Whether it's true or not, whether it's happening or not, that is what the Constitution is based off of. So pick up the Constitution, read the Constitution, recognize the Constitution is not inherently racist because it's literally a rule book for the politicians. If you read it, right, the articles just sit there and tell the politicians what their responsibilities are. That's what the articles say. I started reading it like, it doesn't say in there, um, black people should be subjugated to rougher rules and not to be allowed to buy houses and not allowed to have jobs. Nowhere does it say that, right? You know, uh, and like about this Ruth Gators Bimberg, you know, shenanigans. Yeah, I said her name's wrong. I don't care. RGB, nobody even cared who she was like a year ago. But oh my God, you know, Trump's trying to push through a justice and people don't even understand the three you know, parts of the government anyway. So they're sitting there talking about this, like they know what they're, oh my God. I'm like seeing like people I know on Instagram posting pictures of her, oh, RGP, her final wish. Her final wish was, uh, I hope I don't shit and piss right in front of my daughter probably. You know, it wasn't wasn't some stupid, she didn't sit there on her deathbed and go, I hope that they don't elect somebody else. And she probably, if she knew it was ACB, would have been like, yo, good on her. Also, RGB wasn't the first woman in the justice. So you're saying like she led the way for women? It wasn't her, okay? It was a Republican back in the 80s that uh, Ronald Reagan uh, put in. Sandra Day O'Connor. I don't see anybody putting her pictures up. Of course not. Oh, right. We're back to the whole... Republican woman, then Yeah, that woman was probably way more badass than RGB. Sorry. Just saying. I'm sure RGB was badass, but I don't know anything about her, and I really don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So, there. That's what I got to say about that. So, yeah, so this, this crackpot comes back at me. Neither one of them can give me writings of why they believe what they believe. And I got attacked for saying that it was a moral disease. And I'm like, well... Explain to me how it's not. And then this kid, who's black, is, like, making all these insinuations about me. And, like, it was just so absurd. The conversation was so absurd. And I would be like, well, you don't know me. And then he'd be like, well, you don't know me. And I'm like, yeah, but you're the one attacking my character. You're coming onto my Facebook post and tagging my character. And then I'm telling you, you don't know me. And, like, when I did know you, we were friends, and I never knew this was an issue, and now it's an issue with you, and you have an issue with what I'm saying on Facebook. I'm just saying, like, tell me I'm wrong. Like, show me how people in Sturgis shouldn't be doing what they're doing, but the people, you know, burning down Portland is okay. Oh, and also... Just to really trigger people, I don't know if it's true or not, but I would not be surprised if the fires in the West Coast were started by people. I I I believe that they were instigated. Maybe they were already started, but I believe that the fires were instigated by people. There is arson involved. There is, and nobody's talking about that. You know we we need to talk about that stuff. That's the problem. But, look, TDS is real. Trump derangement syndrome is real. It's a real thing. It's happening. And, yeah. That's why these people are insane, you know, because they hate Trump so much. So, anyhow, uh, here we are. And now... I started going down a rabbit hole, and I started doing research on stuff. And after these people couldn't name their doctrine, I went and I picked up the Communist Manifesto, and I read it myself. And basically everything he said is what's happening. And he talks about hate. Like, he's such a hateful guy. Marx was such a hateful guy. He just... I just read it, and I went, I read the whole thing. Uh, not that I ever want to read it again, but... You know, and he, and he talked about feminism in there, and and division, and how you had to use division to get power, and it's all about power. And the funny thing is, right? This guy had seven kids, seven kids. So while he was at the pub with his buddy, right? Uh, I'll think of his name in a second. The other German guy. They're sitting there in the pub philosophizing about ideal society. Who's taking care of the seven kids? his wife or a servant right seems kind of bourgeois to me hypocrite the hypocrite is mixed in to the original ingredients of communism so we got socialism we're gonna sprinkle in a little bit of hypocrisy right in there i love that Mm. Mm, so tasteful we're going to sprinkle in government control, take over. So we're going to take a large serving here of own everything. We're going to take a large serving of tax me to death, kill the independently free thinking, right? So we got that, I ground up those mice into powder. Let me put that in there. Mm. But you really, but I'm telling you, just put a pinch of hypocrisy in. And, ooh, oh, it's so yummy. You're going to bake the best communist bread of your life. This will be so good. I don't know what accent that was or who that was. It kind of went, like, started one way and kind of was going Cuban there at the end. Yeah, well, and then I read the Marx, Marxist commun... I, and then it's just, like, I started getting hit with all kinds of stuff. And at this point, I don't even exactly remember how I got to to all this stuff. Somebody told me about Candace Owens. I watched a three-minute video of her, which I should have queued up so I can play for you guys. You know, that one, that one, yeah well, you can go find it on your own, all right? I don't I don't need to be doing all these clips and everything so you can hear it. You You need to go research and stuff on your own. And look, I never represented as a Republican, even when I grew up in that, environment, you know, and I was very much against my parents' beliefs. I will say I never gave up Catholicism, never, and I kind of hid it because I've heard people at work discriminate against it, and on SNL in particular, one of the people in charge of us used to openly insult Jesus Christ on a bus, and I found it really insulting. And I don't know if he knew that I was... Catholic or not, but it really bothered me, and I should have reported him to HR, and I didn't, but uh, he, and maybe I should still, I mean, he doesn't work there anymore, so what difference does it make, but it happened all the time, almost every day, people would insult people for being religious, and there's a guy, Ivan Brekhanov, you know, I'll find out his name for you, but he, he talks about Back in the 80s, how the only way to stop communism is through religion. And so, look, if you are an atheist, I, I I, think that you and I should sit down and have a long talk. Because, basically, if you're an atheist, right, what you're saying is that... um. Oh, this is a good one. Basically what you're saying is government above all. That's right. Government's the highest. The problem with that is that then there's no check for the government. And then who are you swearing to? Like when you go like, you know, I I swear in my honor, so help me God or whatever. I swear my word. How many oaths did I take and I can't even remember that. If you don't have something above the government, then the government is it. And then you give all the power to the government. And that's the problem with the left, is that everybody thinks, like, oh, the government should have control over everything. We need more government. We need more government. We don't need more government. The problem is, is that these people grew up, and that's all they've ever known. They've never lived somewhere that was free. It's like, like... go to live in a country where like there are so many rules you just want to like barf even germany and i didn't realize it at the time i thought germany was the perfect country but go live in germany you're gonna come back here and be like oh we really are free i mean i don't think we are in communist new york i think communist california communist new york and that's why what trump did was smart and again it was by the constitution He doesn't have the right to go into states and tell them what to do, but people think because he's not doing that, he's not doing a good job. They think he should be micromanaging these people. And even if he could, Cuomo and Newsom would listen to him? Cuomo, Cuomo you know, threatened to kill him if he came into this, this city. Disgusting. So he did the right thing. He said, okay, these are the guidelines. Governors take care of your states. And what he did was smart in a lot of ways because it's what the Constitution gives him the rights to do. And also, it shows which governors are micromanaging communist despots and which ones aren't. You know, you have, in my opinion, the governor of South Dakota. She's the best. You know, she opened up her her, her her country. She opened up her state before anyone else, I think. Uh, what's her name? You know, you think? Oh, yeah. Christy Nome She's awesome, right? So she opens up her state. Okay, less of a population than New York. She also wasn't shoving COVID-19 patients into, um, whatchamacallit, Nursing homes like Whit- Whitmere and uh, Murphy and Cuomo, and I remember he did that back in March, and I was like, "Why is he doing that?" Like he said, you had to take him back in, and it and it was it was in the paper. This was like probably the Times and stuff reported on it, and everybody was okay with it because we hate old people. It's really disgusting. So Florida open, they call that guy crazy, right? Santos. It's disgusting. Sorry, I was listening to this song and I'm like, is this a cover? each <laughs> We are the British Army and we're here to take your life. Oh wait, we gotta listen to this. My good friend Bertie, he's in the UDR. O-ar, o-ar. Searching for weapons, he will go near and far. O-ar, o-ar. Up around by Kappa, you'd never find him there. Oh, the only gunning yet there is an Armalite light his here. Oh, I've got I've a very shiny helmet, bit and bit a bit pair bit of pinky boots. I've got a lovely new flag jacket and a lovely cargy suit. And when we go on night patrol, we hold each other's hands. <laughs> <laughs> We're the British army. And <laughs> when we go on night patrols, we hold each other's hands, that's bright. Sorry, sorry, Dennis, but you're half Spanish anyway. So. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't talk about the New York Times owner, or the owner of the Young Turks, or the CEO of MSNBC, NBC, uh, not Time Warner, NBC, Viacom, you know. These are all backers of the Democratic Party. So it is it is another wing of the Democratic Party. Sorry, guys. I mean, how are you going to have somebody who owns a company? I mean, these people have the right to vote one way or the other. But they're not running impartial companies. These are entertainment companies. Like, all these news companies are owned by entertainment companies. So they've ceased to be independently owned. New York Post is not owned by an entertainment company. Uh, Fox mostly is not, though it's getting taken over by Disney. So when you have that happen, I mean, we're really getting wag of the dog here. And that's not good. So I think next show, I'm going to go more into the rabbit hole and how I got here. Because we still got a long ways to go, kids. We're going to talk about the owners of these media companies that are Democrat and why they vote Democrat. We're going to talk about some documentaries that you can watch that are really going to open up your mind. And maybe there'll be some more comedy next time. That's what my wife says. She's like, you know, used to be funny. And I was like, yeah, I used to be funny. When I had a job and I was making money, I didn't got to sell the house and the car and everything I own so we could survive in the shack we're moving to. Oh, well, I'm going to go find somebody else. Will you go do that? Well, I think we could do more. And then she starts talking to me in her AOC voice. And I'm like, oh, really? That's where we're going to go. Okay, well, I'm going to talk to you in my Trump voice. She's like, you can't use a Trump voice. Trump is rich. I'm like, well, shit. What voice can I use? Probably some redneck voice, which uh, I can't even do right now. So upset. Well, listen. That's all I got for right now. But I'm really happy that everybody decided to stop by. Because I missed you over the last ten years. And seen. No, really. It's going to be the end of the show. Like I said, I need a sound engineer because this delay in my headphones is really messing me up. And I don't want it to mess up anymore. So that's it. And you know what that noise is. It's the end of the show, so... Well, Goodbye. And until next time, I hope you have fun living in the communist state you're in. I thought about moving to a red state, but I've decided to stay here and fight. Fight it out. We will win at Waterloo. No, that's the French. What's his name? Napoleon. We will win at Saratoga. And at Poughkeepsie. We will win at Ligieri, in Ligashagoma, and Carmelite, Asaning, in York City. We are coming for you. You cannot be liberal forever. I wish you all the best. Don't eat goat cheese. Frankfurter is neither Frank or a Furter. Discuss amongst yourselves.